0: Good morning. How you guys doing? We're doing all right, Steve. We were just talking. It feels as though we've entered like the waiting game part of this whole situation. Like it just feels you know you're talking about Groundhog Day, it's just the same day over and over. (laughs) I feel like this morning kind of breaks from that a little bit where, you know, instead of looking at forty different pieces of negative news, you know, the bad news is still out there, but it's the same news from Friday where we've entered this. This waiting period of like, what's next? So, I guess I ask you, Steve, what's next? Yeah.
1: So, you know, when we started last week, uh, last Sunday, Easter Sunday, it was the first time we saw numbers go down, mm-hmm. which was good news. It was the first time overall hospitalization for COVID 19 patients went down. And it went down the, the day after that. But then the next two days, it popped back up again. The numbers increased. Uh, and then it went back and went down a little bit again. So, last week we were looking at uh, are we in this long-term uh, plateauing now where we're just kind of bouncing along a little up a little down and over the weekend I think what we're starting to see is a downward trend now yeah. so you, over the weekend you had again on Saturday numbers going down and then yesterday it went down by the the highest we've seen nearly 100 people less in the hospitals with COVID-19 I think it was 97 yesterday so that's That's good news. Uh, You know, if if we're seeing now a downward trend, that means we're on the other side and we're starting to come down. The thing to caution people about is, look, the hospitals are still getting killed right now. They're under incredible strain. There's still nearly 1,500 people in our hospitals in Suffolk County. And to put that in perspective, before the crisis began, we had 2,300 hospital beds in our entire system to deal with every kind of illness in our county. So two-thirds of those beds today are being occupied just by COVID-19 patients. So the numbers are still extremely high.
0: Yeah. On the phone with Suffolk County Executive Steve Ballone. We know that New York was you know, extended the, the on pause through May 15th. Yeah. Um, but we're starting to see uh, little signs of, I guess, hope in, in things opening up. I know the governor had gone uh, yep. ahead with the openings of marinas and boatyards. Um, and I think people are starting to get that itch and saying, okay, maybe – Beaches are next. I know you've said we're not at that point yet, but the president with his three phase plan, um, you know, New York's obviously not at anywhere near the phase one stage. But when we get there and we start to think about opening up these businesses that are closed down, where do we start? Like, what businesses are the most important to look at first? Well, so
1: I think you're exactly right. We are starting to see that. We've been having conversations with the state on marinas, for instance, and now those can start to open. But strict adherence to social distancing guidelines. They, you know, everybody has to be wearing masks. Of course, that's the that's the rule outside for everybody at this point. Um, and beaches. We have a group. We're getting a group together that's actually planning out what that would look like and and what we need to do for an opening when that does occur, when we when we get to that point. And then, on the business side, it's which businesses are uh, able to, which are you know, essential or critical to the economy. I think construction is a is a good example. Uh, and 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 how effectively can they mitigate transmission? What can they do on social distancing? Um, what's their plan on uh, PPE for employees? So both of those factors are going to come into play. How you know how important is it to the economy and. How effective can you be in in preventing the transmission of the virus? Because we cannot get to a point where we're seeing the numbers spike back up again. Right.
2: Right. So which rise raises my question. Now, I heard, you know, the the beaches and the marinas opening. If you looked at Florida this weekend, they opened their beaches and there it looked like it looked like a festival on the on the (laughs) beach that I saw. Right. Um, And nobody was wearing masks. Nobody was wearing gloves. It was like life was normal in Florida. Um yeah. Are you confident that <laughs> opening marinas and beaches are is a good move considering we're still in that limbo of of severe, you know, I mean, severe health crisis?
1: Yeah, I, I you know, all of these are t- uh, tough decisions. There's no um, there's no, you know, completely black or white thing where you say, yeah, no, this is 100% the right thing to do. You're trying to balance but, you know, giving people, if, if you have a boat, mm-hmm. which, is, is, which is a lot of what the quality of life here, a lot of people uh, like to go boat, and you have that, um, can you socially distance in a marina? Yes. The answer is yes. Can you socially distance on your boat? Yes. Does, does that mean you should be inviting people onto your boat with you? Right. No. Absolutely not. If you want to go out on your boat, great, go. If you want to take your family out on your boat that you're you're at home with, great, go do that. Should you be having a party on your boat and inviting families? No, you should not. I um, think
2: that's like that's that's so hard because yeah. as soon as you you know what i mean as soon as the summer's coming the weather's getting nicer as soon as you give people you know you give people an inch they take a mile that's that right. what, you know what scares it is?
0: me you know what it is for me i and and and, and maybe i'm wrong here in and how i'm explaining this and and tell me if i am it feels as though we're going to have to get to a point where we just got to trust it and just roll the dice and say, because you, you don't know, there's never any guarantee of how people are going to act or react. You, you just don't know. So at some point I feel like we're going to have to do something and open something that people are going to be skeptical of opening. Correct. Yeah. we're You're going to have to give people just are not
1: going to be able to stay in their houses and they can come out, but it has to be done responsibly. And we need right. to communicate that to people. We're not going to go back to where we were six weeks ago. That's, we're going to be into a new normal for the time being until we get to the point that you have a vaccine or that we we've tested everybody and we know everybody who has immunity to the virus until you get to one of those two points there's no way for us to just go back to normal because otherwise if we we just go pack beaches with no masks on right um, you, you're going to see the virus spike back up and and look at what has happened as a result. Our hospital system was strained nearly to the breaking point. We've had 825 people just in this county alone who've died uh, from, the, from the virus. We have 2,000 more than 2,000 across the island.
0: On the phone with Suffolk County Executive Steve Ballone. Uh, let's talk economics. I was reading something uh, earlier about the tax relief, um, yeah. the temporary tax relief for yep. Suffolk residents. Of course, it's got to be the 2 million population. And Suffolk County only has the 1.5 million uh, under the federal relief bill, uh, the CARES Act. I know you're, you're reaching out to Washington to see what you can do there, correct?
1: Yeah, we're sending a letter to Secretary Mnuchin because we, there's a way for us to be able to provide... Temporary property tax relief to residents, which which is something I think we really need to do. Anything we can provide relief to people who have been economically devastated by this is important. But we have to do it in a way that we're not actually going to cause long-term damage to taxpayers. So Mm -hmm. um, this new, um, what they call the Municipal Liquidity Facility, it's a really exciting name, uh, (laughs) that they put in the relief bill, it, it would allow governments like ours who have no revenue coming in of cash flow issues and and actually you know we're no different than municipalities all across the country that this is happening to but it'll allow us big governments like suffolk county to do short-term borrowing and and enable us to provide property tax relief if we can get that but you to your point like it it only allows counties of two million or more it allows cities of a million or more but two million for counties which really doesn't make sense. Suffolk County is a million and a half people. It's one of the largest counties in the United States of America. And we've probably been more impacted than just about any other county in the United States by COVID-19. So, you know, for Suffolk County not to have access to a relief measure that is designed to do exactly this, uh, to help us to provide relief to taxpayers, it doesn't make sense. That's why I'm sending a letter to Secretary Mnuchin today. We're very hopeful that we can get some progress on that. He actually has a home out here in Southampton, so he knows Suffolk County. Um, He he knows this place, so uh, hopefully we'll be able to get uh, some relief on that so we can provide that to taxpayers here.
0: All right, final one for you, Steve. It's a two-parter here. Um, obviously, a lot of this, uh, of the the moving forward, depends on testing. How does the county stand on testing right now? Uh, I was reading something that testing is going to have to triple uh, by the time May 15th were to roll around to even think about, I guess, moving into Phase 1 or, you know, moving past Phase 1. And two, what's your timeline? What do you think is, like, a realistic time frame to be in Phase 1 thinking about Phase 2 for Suffolk County, for Long Island?
1: So on testing, I think the governor has done this exactly right he's been the most aggressive on testing the diagnostic testing and now on antibody testing he's pushing this uh, very hard uh, and what he's what, what's happening essentially is doing a random test of of people in the state to determine who has had the virus so uh... statistically by doing a random sampling of enough people you can statistically say this many percentage of people in the state have the virus That number one uh, is important. Two, what it will show is how many of those people have enough of the antibodies to protect themselves from the virus, and meaning they can't get it and they can't transmit it, at least in the short term. Um, Hopefully, what these tests will show is that basically everyone gets the level of antibodies you need to. Uh, Not uh, be risk at risk to themselves or anyone else. That would be the best news. If it shows that hey, some people get the you know level of antibodies necessary, but some people don't, that's not great news. Uh, So we'll, we'll see what the results of that are. And in terms of opening, I think we've taken an incremental approach here. Importantly, because to project four weeks out, six weeks out, with this virus, which You know, we 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 haven't been able to figure out and there's been twists and turns all along the way that wouldn't make sense. So I think May 15th is a good time to be thinking about um, maybe looking at doing that phase one opening. But we need to see where we're at still. Uh, I think the testing is going to be key to that. And that's why the governor has been so aggressive on it.
0: All right. Steve Ballone, what's your uh, what's your mile time when you go running? How many uh, minutes are you doing a mile in? It's bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is not good. All right. Well, you know what? It's okay. I bet <laughs>
2: it's better than me. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't run since ever. All
0: right. right. Suffolk County Executive Steve Malone. thank you so much for joining us. If you can get out there for a run today or just even hit the treadmill, feel free, but don't pressure yourself. It's okay if you're only doing an eight-minute mile. It's all right.
1: <laughs> I appreciate
0: it. All right, Steve. So talk great. to you, buddy. Good
2: for you, eight minutes. <laughs> Bye, Steve.